0: You're walking on sunshine. Happy to do it for you every week. I'm your host, Rick Vasky. This is The Sound of Solar, talking to all kinds of fun things in the solar industry. And this week, we are going to be talking to uh, two great people. Uh, This place has been around uh, for decades. It is the Florida Solar Energy Council and the Florida Solar Energy Research Center. This week, we are talking to uh, Elizabeth Myron and Susan Slythe of FSEC. And they have some great things coming up, including a solar education event for students and kids uh, called Energy Whiz. Good morning, ladies. Thanks for joining us on UMA Radio.
1: So happy to be here, Rick. Thanks for having us this morning, Rick.
0: I want to talk about the um, FSEC Energy Research Center. Now, this has been around for a long time as the solar has been around for decades. Um, And so, Susan, I know you've been with them. Could you tell me a little bit more and our listeners a little more about the history of the research center?
2: Certainly. Uh, Actually, the FSEC Energy Research Center started out as the Florida Solar Energy Center. Now, we are part of the University of Central Florida, but actually, I call it FSEC for FSEC Energy Research Center, was legislated into existence back in 1975. So it was that important that they they said, let's create this statewide institute on solar. The great thing about our institute is that it started out doing all kinds of testing and certifying solar systems that were sold in Florida, kind of making sure that things worked the way they were supposed to. But then we branched into other areas to really maximize and help consumers reduce their energy bills. So we have a, an area where we do buildings research. We have an area where we're looking at alternative fuels for vehicles. So we do a lot of electric vehicle research. Hydrogen research is also a huge area, because one of the things we want to do is be able to store energy, and that's another way to to do that, not just create it, but store it. And then we also do battery uh, research as well. So when I talked about solar, I mentioned uh, we did testing and certifying with solar systems, and that was for both solar thermal applications as well as photovoltaic solar electric systems. So that's kind of in a nutshell.
0: It's absolutely uh, outstanding to me. I remember the first time I was introduced... to FSEC was um, I was looking into evacuated tubes and an evacuated tube thermal system uh, from Australia. And I'm talking about maybe 12 years ago. And in order to make sure that it was good for Florida and good for the United States, I had to fill out and go through the whole FSEC process. And you guys did. There's a lot of questions. um, And it's good. It's good for uh, consumer protection as well to make sure that the products are good for the Sunshine State. Um, And for consumers. Um, One thing that I absolutely love uh, that I really want to jump into um, is the Energy Whiz. And uh, somewhere along the line, back in 1992... Uh, is where this event started. Let's talk a little bit about how we're getting education because for me, education is everything. A lot of people look into solar, whether it be online, whether it be uh, through Energy Sage, whether it be through Google, whether it's a YouTube video. But most importantly, I think it starts with the kids in changing. Uh, how our children are learning about solar and the impact of energy and how it can change our world, especially in a time of decarbonization and, and, and carbon concerns in our environment. Um, so I love this uh, event, Energy Whiz. So um, can one of you tell me a little bit more about this, how it came to be? And, and because it's not just about solar. You guys have integrated a lot of other aspects of, uh, of the world and the environment into this event
2: just to give you a little background the energy wiz event actually started with one single event in 1992 and that event was called the junior solar sprint which is little model solar cars that students put together they design and engineer them and then we have a big race and it's it's such an exciting event because the kids not only get to see that whole engineering process they get to see what other kids have created. And there is so much uh, excitement around all of that. We were thrilled to be one. We were actually the first place in Florida that hosted a Junior Solar Sprint event. Now, Junior Solar Sprint was actually started by Argonne National Labs back in 1990. And we picked it up in 92. And we've been doing it ever since. And I now think- it's a national program all over the, all over the country.
0: That's outstanding, and what's really neat too is you know if schools want to get uh, a little bit more educated about this or learn how to even get it started um just for example, I think on November sixth um you are going to be doing a virtual one um where schools were able to uh to log in I believe tell me how that happened susan they they could they request one of a kit and they learn how to put this kit together uh virtually
2: yeah actually the We have a maxed participation out for our November 6th workshop. It's going to be a virtual how to build a vehicle. But we do have materials and kits and lots of information online about Junior Solar Sprint and how to build them. And, of course, we welcome people to contact us and we will give them whatever information they need on how to be able to start a program.
0: I love it and you know what's really cool is this has gone to a whole new level because these are little kit cars like little you know almost like uh, if you were to take a, uh, a matchbox car and, and fully solar power it a little bit larger like like almost like the size of a remote control car. But now you guys have taken it and I don't know when this happened at the high school level because that's more for the grades four to nine but at the high school level now you have the electrothon, right?
2: Right, yeah. Electrathon is actually a, a really interesting program. It's one of those things where high school students, actually we've even had middle school students participate in Electrathon. They had to have special permission, but they did because you actually are driving a, an electric, a battery-powered go-kart that you have designed and built. So there's lots of uh, requirements. You have to make sure you follow all the rules and the, the thing is safe. But it is a such an exciting event. And we partner with uh, Electrothon of Tampa Bay. They have a fabulous program and they're trying to promote it all over the United States. And we do an event at Energy Whiz, one of the Electrothon events. But they also have Electrothon uh, meets all over Florida and southern U.S. So check out their website. They have tons of great information
0: that's really exciting now um when we talk about energy whiz because of you know some of the challenging times that we're in now um with uh w- with covid and things like that we've ha- you know you guys have been smart um to also move it uh to a virtual um as well so um february 14th to the 18th of 2022 which will be here soon uh is the virtual energy whiz can you tell us a little bit of the difference between the virtual event in February 14th to the 18th and the on-location event, April 30th, and exactly where that on-location event is.
2: Sure. Well, the virtual event, basically we're having all the same competitions that we have at the in-person event. So that would include the junior solar sprint event, A thing called Critter Comfort Cottage, where students design and build energy-efficient pet homes.
0: Oh, that's great.
2: Yeah, we have a thing called the Energy Transfer Machine, where students design and build these Rube Goldberg-type contraptions that have to perform a particular function at the end of one minute. And it's very creative, a lot of recycled materials with that. We have a thing called Energy Innovations. And that is really open-ended. Students can design and build whatever they want, but it has to be powered with renewable energy. So it could be a hydrogen fuel cells, it could be photovoltaics, it could be whatever they can come up with. It could be wind power. And you would not believe the cool things that we have had. We, uh, One group from Key West actually did a solar powered drone that is now being used down at the airport to keep the birds away from the, from the airport. So uh-huh. it's like really cool stuff that they've created. A new event this year is called Energy Inspired Art. And we've made that so that kindergarten all the way through adults can participate in that event as well.
0: Wow, that's outs- ask- that is so neat. How you how you've integrated everything from animals to the art to just creative innovation. And then even, you know, the 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 energy transfer machines. So there's there's something almost for Every aspect, whether you're creative, even you even get into marketing. How are they going to market this to the, you know? I, exactly. I think that's really neat too. So almost any student can participate in this all the way across yeah. the board.
2: Yeah, and one one other one that I forgot to mention, which is one of our most popular competitions, is the Solar Energy Cookoff. That's where the kids the one I'm excited them. about. Yeah, solar cookers. But then we have chef judges that come in and actually taste the food that the kids have cooked in their solar cookers. So it's a not just a design competition, it's also a culinary arts competition. So it's, it's fun.
1: And I have to say, that's my favorite. I've actually volunteered with Susan for over 10 years in Energy Wiz. And Susan will tell you, Solar Cook-Off is where I started with the teens. And just to see these children's faces, they go all out. They get dressed up, they get their aprons on. They have their team name. They present menus that are designed. Their food is plated. And the judges always say the same thing. We have to pace ourselves because this food is absolutely outstanding.
0: Again, if you want to learn more about it, of course, Google usually has an answer for everything. You can you can Google uh, Energy Whiz, and I'm sure it'll take you right to the website. You can Google FSEC, F-SEC. S-E-C, Energy Research Center. Or if you do want to find the website, it is F fsec, F-S-E-C dot U-C-F dot Edu forward slash go forward slash energy whiz. And whiz is W-H-I-Z. So um whether you find it on Google or whether you uh, have taken notes on on exactly how to spell all that out. One way or the other, go to the website because everything is there. It explains everything, and some of our dealers, especially the ones in the Sunshine State, or some of uh, of our great manufacturers that we partner with, if you'd like to be a sponsor of this event, either reach out to UMA myself. Or, uh, or just fill it out right there online. We encourage you to be a part of solar education inside the Sunshine State. Elizabeth, if you could tell me a little bit more, where, uh, where is it going to be? And
1: uh, Absolutely. We're actually fortunate enough to have enough property at the FSEC Energy Research Center. That is located at 1679 Clear Lake Road, in Cocoa that's right here in Florida and the energy is in person event as we mentioned on April 30th will be held there you can come out take a look at the event be part of it it's very exciting and just to walk around and see all these projects in all these competition categories is outstanding the energy is electric no pun intended We do also tend to have a few electric vehicles there for people to view, but there'll be some different exciting things going on for those that haven't actually um, entered into the competitions. And, again, everything can be found at energywiz.com or they can reach out to any one of us three.
0: Awesome. We are going to be sharing uh, everything about the event, all the links that you need um, at umasolar.com. And we'll also be sharing that on our Instagram and Facebook. Uh, So if you're listening to this show and you want to learn more, uh, just go to the UMA Solar uh, Facebook or Instagram, and we'll have that post up there. Or you can Google Energy Wiz. Um, or FSEC right there, and it'll take you to the site, and you'll find out all about this. I love it. Uh, Elizabeth, Susan, thank you guys so much for being a part of solar education inside the Sunshine State. We're taking it from the kids all the way up to their parents and making sure that all the products, all the research, and solutions for a better, brighter tomorrow are coming every day right here. Uh, Thanks for walking on Sunshine with us, ladies.
1: Thank you, Rick, for helping us get the word out about energyways. We really appreciate everything that you're doing as well.
0: Yes, thank you. This is the sound of solar. We're happy to do it for you. And you get out there and keep walking on sunshine. This is UMA Radio. I would like to reach out my hand. Oh, I oh, to tell you to run over oh, the I gotta be honest with you, I really didn't think about how much it was costing me to heat my swimming pool until my four-year-old pool heater went out. I paid a service technician three times to come out to fix it, but on the third time, they just couldn't get it to work again. After getting the quote to replace it, I decided to look into solar pool heating. I went online and found the top-rated solar panels, looked into how they get attached to my roof, and talked to one of my neighbors who has solar. He told me it could be plumbed right into my existing pool equipment, and it could be installed in one day. That's when I decided solar pool heating was the right choice for me and my family. Since getting the panels installed, my electric bill has dropped almost $80 a month in the cooler months. I'm so glad I won't be needing to make any service calls to keep my pool warm for years to come. Want to see if solar pool heating is right for your home? Call 1-800-79-SOLAR or
2: visit umasolar.com to find a trusted local dealer near you to answer your questions and provide you a
1: free estimate for your solar pool heating needs.